today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Bad news yesterday that we got the Canadian Football League has decided to forego the 2020 football season. What is the impact for the fans in uh, southern Ontario? A lot of fans in London, I know, make a trip every day uh, to, for the Tiger Cat home games at Tim Hortons Field. And a lot of disappointed fans here. Scott Mitchell, president and CEO for the Hamilton Tiger Cats, joins us on the program to talk about this. Uh, Scott, thanks for the time. Great to talk with you again today. Bill, nice to talk to you as well. I'm disappointed in this. You must be just beside yourself. I mean, you guys, meaning the CFL Board of Governors, have been trying for the longest time now to try to cut a deal right now. How frustrated was it that you couldn't get the, the, the league and, and, the, and the Canadian government to come together and, and agree on some terms? Yeah, I know it's heartbreaking, Bill. I mean, as you know, you're a big CFL fan. I know that. And uh, to think about this this league and, and really the Great Cup being presented for 100 consecutive years and to, to be the first time in over 100 years that uh, we're not going to be able to present the Great Cup, it's it's heartbreaking um, and certainly uh, frustrating. You know, certainly, you know, our, our thoughts uh, have always been about uh, trying to get the players an opportunity to play this year. So obviously just feel terrible uh, for our players. Um, and, uh, yeah, certainly very disappointing because at the end of the day, we had really overcome everything in order to put a season on. And we'd overcome, you know, a lot of odds from a lot of people, uh, suggesting we couldn't do it. Uh, I think Wade Miller and the blue bombers have done a phenomenal job in, in getting, uh, that bubble set. Uh, we'd had the health approval from province of Manitoba, um, obviously the city of Winnipeg, the federal health authorities have been very, very supportive and positive about the, the bubble. We, you know, we've really uh, reached a, an agreement or very close to an agreement with the players. I think that would have been accomplished. So, you know, we had, we had done everything in order to put this uh, product on the field this year and had, had very positive signs from the government that they'd be willing to look at a creative solution uh, that would benefit ourselves and hopefully, uh, obviously, the taxpayer. But uh, ultimately, they made a decision that... Uh, they weren't going to help, and uh, we understand that. We respect that. Uh, or I should say we respect it. I'm not sure we understand it exactly how or why they made the final decision after a lot of positivity and great discussions, but, uh, you know, they've got a lot of other priorities. We certainly understand there's a lot more important things uh, going on in the world than the CFL, but it was sure disappointing. Well, especially because of some of the signals we were getting from the government at different times. And, and again, I know that you're not going to betray the trust of what happened behind closed doors and confidential conversations. But as a fan and as an observer, uh, you know, when you have the government time and time again saying, we want to find a way to make this work, we're going to, let's, let's be creative about this. You got to think that at least their mindset is, yeah, let's, let's, instead of saying no, let's find a way to say yes. Uh, but every time, every time you guys come up with a plan, it was no, 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 no. I'm just, almost dismissive out of hand like that. I mean, I, I'm wondering if they were honest brokers, if they really did think that there was a way to do this, or if I'm I, just stringing you along. I, as a fan, I'm disappointed in the government, not in the Board of Governors. Well, I, I think the the challenge again, and, and you know, I don't think uh, it was difficult to talk about it publicly while it was ongoing. I, I think the sure. frustration really is about how long it took to get to a no. Uh, because <clears throat> to your point, there had been many conversations, you know, behind closed doors of a positive nature. Uh, and, and you'd seen many positive things, you know, on the record about them wanting to, to help. And uh, there had been suggestions from, from the government about how they could help. Uh, and ultimately, none of it came to fruition. And, and again, you know, we understand that. And, and or sorry, we accept that. I, I'm not sure we understand it, uh, but we accept that we are not a priority right now, uh, certainly for the government. Um, but it didn't need to take this long. Uh, that's for sure. If this is where we were going to end up, and quite frankly, that was the single biggest reason why this took so long was waiting for the government. So I think the frustration really probably lies more in the length of time it took to get to a no, 
despite all the positive conversations. Um, and I think the second part of it is just a bit surprising. I think that you'd have an event of this significance, and I don't think anybody can dispute the significance of, of, uh, of Grey Cup for this country. Um, you know, you had the city of Winnipeg lined up uh, in terms of supporting it. You had the province of Manitoba lined up to support it. As I said, you had the health authorities accept it. And to have the, the city of Winnipeg and the province of Manitoba be wildly enthusiastic about it and supporting it and not have the federal government uh, want to support it in any way. It was it was surprising at the end. But uh, it's time to move on. That decision was made, and uh, now we've got to focus on 2021 and really you know, unifying this uh, great uh, CFL fan base we have across the country with an uh, incredibly exciting Grey Cup in Hamilton in 2021. All right, I'm going to get selfish here for just a second. Obviously, I'm a Tiger Cat fan, season ticket holder. We all know. I've talked about that many times. Uh, one of the things I'm very frustrated about here is I, I thought this was going to be our year. I mean, last year was an incredible year. Uh, you know, when I talked to the coaching staff in the offseason and a lot of the players, they said, okay, you know, we're, we're going to knock the door down. This is this is phase two. And the team you had assembled, Scott, was incredible. And I just wanted to see these guys on the field. That's, that's I think, just fueling the disappointment right now. This This could have been an exceptional season, not just for the Tiger Cats, but for the entire league. Well, I certainly, I certainly know it's not going to uh, go well for our fans and our players to have uh, the final game uh, that we played, or the, the most recent game we played. Of course, the, the Grey Cup last year. After after winning 16 games in a season, uh, not too many people in professional football can ever say they won 16 games in a season, and that was certainly a magical year in a lot of ways, with the exception of the disappointing ending. Um, but I mean, ultimately, you know, Bill, we try to we try to be positive about it. The reality is, we've lost. I think, uh, or I should put it another way, we could have won three great cups. I think in the last five or six years, and uh, certainly those would have been great. But uh, maybe the real story is is still to be written, and that's winning a great cup at home in front of our incredible fans at Tim Hortons Field. And that's uh, that's what we're focused on. I, I think uh, we've got a terrific group of players. We've got a terrific. Uh, executive team, business op- operations team led by Matt Afnick, and uh, obviously we've got great football operations led by Orlando and Sean Burke and Jarrell Mang, and uh, you know, we'll be back strong. We'll have a good football team next year, there's no question, uh, and I hope the overwhelming amount of uh, players and, and coaches from this year will be back next year and uh, put on a strong show. Scott, since there will be no season this year, what happens to uh, players that are under contract? Is- uh, you know, because after X number of years, of course, they can opt for, you know, free agency, any number of things like that. Is is everything on hold until uh, training camp starts in 2021? No, we'll we'll be dealing with the Players Association, uh, you know, right now. I think there's a, a discussion not going on today uh, about those sorts of issues that are important issues and dealing with our players in a, in a fair and equitable uh, manner. I mean, they've been, quite frankly, the vast majority of them have been unbelievable through this process of what's been a very difficult process. Uh, I think the overall the relationship with the CFLPA has been has been very strong the last couple months and couple weeks. Uh, you know, we were really able to to reach an agreement in in essence it was, we were close but you know we were really there i think uh, to get an agreement done so you know we'll deal with all those issues right now bill there's some important conversations left to happen on kind of how we unwind 2020 and move into uh, 2021 and hopefully uh, that'll happen in the next uh, days and weeks ahead so as looking forward and i i mean we can't really predict the future if anything the last 6 months has taught us uh, anything it's uh, we don't know i mean when you and i talked after the game in calgary before we hopped on the plane back here after that disappointing loss. I mean, we were anticipating a great 2020 season, and, and you guys certainly stacked up like that. But as we sit here today and talk, Scott, is, is the league counting on a full schedule for next year? Absolutely. I mean, I think that's the focus. You know, the great unknown is, of course, the pandemic. But, uh, you know, all we can do is uh, is plan accordingly uh, 
for what I would call, you know, a return to the new normal, um, you know, which, which is hard, but, uh, you know, we'll also plan at the same time for worst case scenarios. But, um, you know, I think the CFL is a phenomenal league. Um, you know, it's got great assets, great brand. Um, it's got tremendous popularity, uh, in a lot of cities and a lot of places in this country. And, uh, as much as I think we've missed a golden opportunity to play football this year, you know, obviously the, the half full way to look at it would be absence makes the heart grow fonder. And maybe uh, a lot of Canadians and a lot of our fans will, will come back even more enthusiastic for CFL football after missing it in 2020. A uh, quick email here from Alexis I wanted you to comment on. It says, uh, I, for one, understand the CFL is a huge employer. And if the aim is to get people back to work as we dig out of this pandemic, then the government's decision was short-sighted indeed. It's from Alexis. Uh, email bkelly900chml.com. i got to assume, Scott, that was one of the points you guys tried to make during these negotiations. Yes, and I think, obviously, the government, uh, one of their mandates has been uh, to get as many people back to work as possible. Um, and certainly we felt uh, we were, we were going to contribute to that as well as, you know, uh, provide some inspiration for people that, uh, you know, you can still participate in sport and, uh, and put on events in a safe and, and healthy fashion. And, uh, again, that had been agreed to by, by the provincial health authorities and very positive remarks from the, the federal health authority. So we thought everything was in place. And, again, uh, just disappointed it didn't, uh, didn't work out. Well, and, and because of that, the, the problem, the fact that, I, I, again, I still have some questions as to the sincerity of the government's intentions and what they tried to do here. But uh, given what they finally did when, and the fact that they kept saying no, really the board had, and governors had no choice but to do what they've done. So, as you say, it's, uh, I guess, time to stop looking in the rearview mirror and start looking at 2021. Hopefully, uh, the virus will be under control. Hopefully, we'll be back to some sense of normality, and hopefully, we'll have CFL and Tiger Cat football. Well, as uh, Coach O uh, told me yesterday and told uh, the players yesterday, there's a reason why the rearview mirror is so small and the and the front windshield <laughs> is so big. So uh, off we go, and uh, we got to turn the page and uh, and get back to doing what we do best, which is entertain our fans and uh, look forward to a 2021 season. Exactly. Scott Mitchell from Hamilton Tiger Cats. Scott, as always, thanks so much for this. Thanks so much. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.